0: So I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. I really don't want to say this out loud because every time I say it out loud, it never comes to happen. But my intention is not to hold you long today because I know it is a holiday. You're here. Amen. We have felt God. God has moved. But I do have a word that I want to I, I, I want to get out of me this morning. Praise God. And I'm going to start in the book of Galatians. If anybody's ever read the book of Galatians, you know that it's going to be some good stuff. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Neighbor. just just like you are. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. Just like you are. You know, a lot of times we want to change a lot of different things. But God wants you just like you are. He don't want you to change for the church. For the denomination he wants you just like you are and as God takes you just like you are what he does is he develops you he moves you he puts in you what needs to be in you and he takes out of you what needs to be out of you but the problem is there's a lot of church people they don't understand the stuff that is coming out of you and when they see it coming out of you they want to run because that don't look like a Christian but when we got good church people that will stand together, and watch people form and the things that come out, rejoice that it's coming out instead of judging. Matthew seven and one. This is what all those that smoke marijuana say: "Judge not, lest you be judged." Help me, Jesus. Ooh, I just got in trouble. I did. <laughs> and what we do a lot of times is we're missing what God is doing. Because we forgot what we looked like when things was coming out in our lives. We're not the same. God has moved in our life. He has changed us. Let's go to uh, Galatians chapter 3. Praise God. Let me find it verse number 13 I didn't bring my glasses so I'm going to have to read up here Randy can I borrow your magnifying glasses oh jeez if I pass out over here y'all know he can't see man I like these you want to sew these into the ministry brother Galatians chapter 3 Verse number 13, are you there? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. How many knows he hung on the tree? He hung on the tree for six hours. Hung on a tree for six that that number six means man. That's where the mark of the beast comes from. Six, six, six. It means, it means a number for man. He hung on a tree for six hours for man. He took every curse. He took every lie. And he died 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 until it all went away. He didn't play possum. Anybody ever seen no possum? I experienced one one time about nine years old. I thought he was dead, and he wasn't, and he hissed at me, and I guarantee you, I had a bowel movement. <laughs> That's playing, same politely, y'all say, my God, what kind of church is this? I'm just hillbilly, y'all. I'm telling you, that possum was dead. When I walked up to it, he went, <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> my wife's sitting at home and she's sick and she's thinking I should have showed up there. (laughs) Cursed is everyone who who hangs on the tree. That the blessing, listen to this, you gotta get this, you gotta get this. Look at your neighbor and say you gotta get this. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, that's you, in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Not because I'm Baptist, not because I'm Pentecostal, not because I'm Methodist, not because I'm Nazarene, but I receive the promise through faith through faith, I believed he did it, so therefore I have become it. I believe he died for me, and so therefore I am saved. I might not look saved, and sometimes, 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 not all the time, but sometimes, somebody say sometimes, you might read my Facebook post and think if I'm saved, but I am saved, come on somebody. Sometimes, sometimes I may have a bad day, but through faith I am saved. All my sins are washed away. I'm about to shuck and buck up in here this morning. Everything that I do, I do it through faith. I didn't do it. He did it. You didn't do it, so shut up and leave me alone. You didn't die for me, so move out of my way. You don't know what the hell I had to come through to get to where I am today. You don't know the religious spirits I had to cut through to break free and be the free man. I am today. My God, somebody helped me this morning. He didn't die for some, he died for all. Yeah. Woo. You ever preach good enough to get Randy Jones up? You're doing something. I'm telling you right now. Yes. Woo. That Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Through faith. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Listen to him. Listen. I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, because that's what God and Abraham, it was was a covenant with man. It's only a covenant of man. God, I'm going to have fun preaching this today. Yet, if it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now to Abraham, and his seed were the promises made. Listen, he does not say, and to seeds as of many, but as of one. And your seed, who is Christ. Whoo! I'm feeling happy already. And this I say, that the law which was 430 years later. Listen to this. Listen to this. The law didn't come until God already made a covenant. I'm going to shut up. Listen. 430 years later, it cannot all the covenant that was confirmed before by God in Christ that it should make the promise of no effect. Woo! Man, I feel like WWE. Father in this place just move Lord you said your promise nobody could stop it nobody could pull it out you've already done it and not only that heavenly father lord you sealed it with your blood and father we come in here today and we ask you that you begin to bless hearts and minds and souls that when they walk out of this place today that they had heard from you in Jesus name everybody said amen, amen. <coughs> Now, when we see this, I'll have to give these back now, Randy, or I'll forget. Thank you. (laughs) When we see this, and we read this in Galatians, he's telling us that it's never been about us. It's never been about one. It's been about the whole world. But the world is coming and trying to divide us by putting thoughts in our mind. I asked my brother here from uh, Clara, Oklahoma. He's uh, a good friend of ours. He's in their Life Net, Life Net Network. And Brother Samuel. Stand up, Brother Samuel. Wave your hands. Everybody give Samuel a hand clap. Thank you, Samuel. He's Hispanic. And I asked him, I said, of all your family and everybody, is everybody saying what they're saying in the Hispanic realm about America? And he said, no. I said exactly what I thought. It's a lie that's been told. It's trying to split us up. I said, now are you sure you ain't got no crazy? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this real delicately because I love him. Mexicans in your family? He said, nope. I said, any friends? He said, nope. I said, so there's nobody talking about all the border and all the stuff. He said, no. Let me tell you something, my friend, and I want to say this, and and, and this is one of those sermons that's probably going to get me cut off. But I'm here to make it plain that my God, 430 years before there ever was a law saying, thou shalt not, he looked down at man, and he said, I'm going to make covenant with man. And he made covenant with Abraham, and he told Abraham, he said, "Your seed." And he was looking into the future and looking at his only son, Jesus Christ, that would move out of heaven. He would take off heaven's robe and clothe himself in humanity, and be born of a thirteen-year-old virgin, and be born in Bethlehem, and raised up, and preach, and die, and go to heaven, and sit on the right hand of the Father for me and you for the. The whole world. Not for some, but for all. And it was a seed. And I want you to know right now. That the seed of the lie that is trying to destroy America right now is trying to break up the unity It's trying to kill us. It's trying to point our fingers It wants us to stay in art against one another because when you're mad your prayers don't go through come on somebody How many has read that in the Bible? That, that, that if you're gonna pray don't pray mad because God ain't gonna listen. Come on somebody God ain't gonna listen. You have been in a conversation and somebody get in your face and start screaming Tell me if you really listen to them. No, all you seen was their face and you was mad. You want to punch them, throw punch them, kick them, WWE, uh, SmackDown, whatever, but you wouldn't listen to them. And I want to tell you something right now. Uh, the world is shaking their fists, but I want you to know uh, that the strong arm of God, uh, the right hand of God uh, is about to move in this nation right now, uh, and he's bringing forth a powerful realm. Uh, he's bringing forth the people uh, that has been brought up uh, on the back side, not on the front side, uh, not on the good side, come on somebody, but on the back side. Uh, he's I want some bad boys. I want some bad dudes. I want some bad ladies to represent me because I know that when it gets tough, they're not going to run. They're not going to hide, but they're going to stand in the trenches and they're going to fight toe to toe and they're not going to be scared. We see a nation. We've seen all of this stuff and we got these lies. That appointed to us. Now the church is in a mess. We're trying to figure out which direction to go. Honey, I mean, let me tell you something. When you're when you're listening to the world leaders and trying to figure out what America needs to be, the first of all, you have lost your ever loving mind. I said it. I said it. You need to get back in your word and in your prayer closet, and you need to let the Holy Ghost, who is the creator of all things, because God said, God said, God said, let there be light. And the Bible says that the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Ghost, it hovered over the the waters that word hovered it means to brew and brew is like an old hen when it sits down on the eggs and it don't move until they're ready and the holy ghost brewed over the face of the waters until you see the earth he didn't brew over a mountain because the waters it's got a reflection and when the earth looked like god ah, didn't god begin to create God is moving. Yes. Yes. Revival is is brewing. Revival's brewing. My grandpa used to have some old red Dominickers. Is, is, is that how you say that, Dominic? I'm from Oklahoma. I don't know if y'all Kansas people call it something else. Thank you. <coughs> no, not red, not red Dominick, 'cause y'all saying, "Woo, he lost his mind." Some Rhode Island Reds. There you go. There you go. I'm not Yeah, shut up. And so, he would say, he would say, son, go sit them old hens laid lay some eggs. I said, all right. And I'd go in there every... I mean, just like Sister Linda. She won't do that to Luke anymore because he got her. But I would go in (laughs) in that old... Chicken coop. And I would go in and I would check, and there'd be a nest there, and there'd be an egg, and I'd pick it up. I walked in there one day and I saw this old hen sitting there, and I thought, I wonder if she does. And I put my hand underneath there, and she went, and I thought, and I felt more than one. I felt five, six. I thought, whoo! I hit it now. Papa's going to be proud. I started pulling them eggs out of there, and she chased me out of that place. I, I run all over. I run around. Ah! I mean, I was trying to get away from it, praise God, and come to find out that she was she was laying. She's getting ready to, to have chicks. I need to tell you, listen to me. Listen, Please listen to what I'm saying. Is revival has stirred upon the church, and the church looks like it's just setting, and the church looks like it's not moving, and people are saying, why ain't the church doing what they used to do? Why ain't the church getting out and doing this? Why ain't the church being the church? And it looks like the church is sitting. I need to tell somebody, God is... Is brewing upon the church and revival is taking on a form ah, that you have never seen yet. This revival is moving. Some people are saying, I wish it would take off. I wish something would happen. I wish it would just move. Hang on just a minute. Hang on just a minute. The Spirit's brewing. Come on, somebody. He's brewing on the Baptist church and the Methodist church and the Nazarene church. Come on, somebody. He's brewing. He ain't looking for just one sort of church. He's looking. He's brewing. And this revival, this revival is going to bring forth like you have never seen. And I need to tell somebody right now, it's going to be 100% God. It's not going to be man-made. It's not going to be a figment of your imagination. It's not going to be somebody wrote a book. It's going to be God, and he's going to move and sweep over, and lives are going to get saved, and bodies are going to be healed. You mark my word. In a few years, COVID will have to bow its knee at the knee, at the sound of Jesus, and it won't be because some scientists come up with something. It'll be because God moved forth the revival, and nobody will be afraid and the power of God will move God's going to sweep forth he's going to bring a church back to its first estate. We read the church in its first estate in the book of Acts and we think, man that's powerful you wait you wait come on somebody you ain't, Brother Titus, I love you, but there's going to come a time when the church law will put you plum out of business because they're going to come right through the hospitals and they're going to come through and the spirit of God is going to say get up, get up, get up, get up, and you're going to show up to work one day. There won't be nobody in the hospital and then you're going to call me and say, I'm not going to be your deacon no more. Praise God. But that's okay. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. It's coming a time. It's coming a time. You hear me. The Bible said that when Peter passed That just a shadow that overtook those that were sick. They got healed, and God, come on, somebody, come on, somebody. This is the revival I'm talking about. God's been brewing it for a while. He's been hanging on and hanging on, and he's waiting until the right time. And the enemy's tried to pluck it out from underneath, but to God, flogged the devil and said, you better get on up out of here because what I got is going to change the world. He made it very plain. He said, it's not the seeds of Abraham. He said, it's just the Seed it 's one who gets the glory it's just one four hundred and thirty years before the law God made covenant with man Woo. Genesis chapter twenty one bible said that Abraham went into a deep sleep. And this is just hillbilly talk here. You'll have to go back and read it, but I promise you it won't sound like King James Version. But anyway, Bible said that that the Spirit of the Lord showed up, and Abraham went into a deep sleep. And he put Abraham over here. The same kind of sleep that he put Adam in. My God, I'm about to preach. The same kind of uh, slaying spirit that he put Adam in when he pulled the rib up out of him. Because because up out of Adam, Adam God had to make a covenant. My God, I, I ain't got time for that. But but the same kind of spirit hit Abraham. And Abraham went to sleep. And he laid. And the Bible says that Abraham kind of woke up. And kind of got groggy because, because, because the medicine wore off. And he looked. And he seen a smoking furnace, and the Bible said that when he looked, he saw the animals. And the Bible said that God had took turtle doves and he, he took animals and he had cut them in half and he laid one on his side and he would laid one on his side. Listen to me, listen to me. And so the Bible said that the Spirit of the Lord went in between them like a figure eight. My God, I don't even have time to teach this right now. He went in between them like a figure eight, and he he went he went in between them. My God, somebody hear me. He went in between them. He. Went Went in between them Like a figure eight And God made covenant With Abraham on that day And when Abraham got up He looked around And he thought I feel different And God said You think you feel different He said "He said, Won't you look at yourself I cut some flesh off of you My God My God I cut some flesh off of you And I made an eternal covenant That if anybody ever says Who you in covenant with Praise God You just say Hey I need to show you Praise God that, that's, that's different Praise God But I need to show you I've got a mark on my body When I come in covenant with God. I've got a scar. I've got flesh. I've been circumcised unto the place of God. He has circumcised me and made me his own. That is my condition. That's where I am. Abraham messed it up isaac messed it up jacob messed it up joseph messed it up david messed it up bunch of rejects god looked down and he said the first time i made covenant with man but he said i made covenant with man to get the seed Listen, some, some of you, you you don't understand. Mr. Tripp, you don't understand why you spent just a few months shy of 20 years in prison. You don't understand it. A lot, everybody don't understand it. You broke some people's heart. You confused some people. Your mama probably wondered what in the world's going on. Your family, your friends, come on, come on, come, come on. Brother William, Brother Billy, you don't understand why you went. Almost 11 years, almost 11 years on a DWI, on a DWI. Now, on a DWI, you don't understand. But I'm telling somebody in this place this morning that some of your worst and hardest places has become your incubator away from everything else. That God pulled you out, and he said, I'll incubate you right here in the prison. i pull you out. Some of you don't understand why you went through a divorce. And God said, I'll incubate you. You in your pain. Some of you don't understand why you, why you feel like you feel. And God said, I'll pull you over here and I'll incubate you in your pain. I'll become your incubator in a time when other city you're going to die. God said, I'll be your lifeline. I'll keep you all by myself because I know what's going to happen ahead of you because the seed has been sown. I'll look past it I'll bring a seed that will forgive you it'll be so powerful it will forgive you of your past present and future sins he said I made covenant with man and and he didn't go through so he said this time I'm going to make covenant with myself listen listen I'm going to make covenant with myself. Y'all remember the story where the Bible said that Abraham had to take his one and only son? Yes. Sometimes you think, God, does anybody else ever did this? <laughs> on, it. Have you ever told anybody else to do this? <laughs> I feel all alone. I don't want to do it no more. Roger can't even preach. That's a lie. I'm going to tell you right now, that's the devil. <laughs> <coughs> Have you ever called anybody else to do this? Has anybody ever had to face what I faced? Does, does anybody else say, Lord, I just don't know. I can listen. Shut up. The seed went before you. It's not about you. It's about the seed that was already planted, already rose up, already hung on the tree, already went into the ground, already growed, and sitting on the right hand of the Father and making intercession for me and you. It's about the seed. Chad, come on. Guitar, please. Listen, listen. listen. I could probably preach about another forty-five minutes, but I know y'all stomacher. Listen, this is it. This is it. Amen. 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 Some of y'all looking around. Who's that? It don't matter. At least he said something. Listen, this is what God's doing. This is a generation that he chose. The misfits. He has chose the misfits. You don't fit in. And heaven is clapping and saying, thank God, I'm tired of the stiff neck. You ain't good as I am. You don't look like me. You don't speak in tongues like me. You don't raise your hands like me. He said, I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of the Estee Lauder and the Pentecostal hairdo. I need a misfit. I need somebody to come out of nothing. I, I need somebody to come out of nothing to, so I can take him and make somebody out of nobody uh, and put them in my world. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Have yeah, head bow. Listen to me this morning, just four minutes. This is what God's doing right now. He's taking a messed up generation. He's taken a seasoned church that has slipped out into the world. And they took on a form of godliness. And they're trying to bring forth and God saying, hang on just a minute so he's going across the way to that young boy or that young man or that prison inmate or to that girl who's been rejected or to that boy who has abused the system and he's looking and he's pulling them up and he's pulling them up because at some time or another While they was growing up, a seed of the gospel got into their lives. Whether it was just a one and only ride to church on the church bus. Whether it was a Sunday school teacher. Sunday school teachers are my heroes. Whether it was just a Bible study. But something happened and a seed began to move. I don't know who it is I'm talking to, but I'm talking to some people in here this morning. And because of that, the glory of God has not left you. And God has chosen you to be a part of this revival. Don't you be afraid what you come out of don't you be afraid of what you'll pass don't you be afraid of what they accuse you of don't you even be afraid of what you might have done it's more fearful to fall in the hands of an angry God than it is to a world that wants you to look like them be like them you better listen to what God is saying you've been incubated you've been set apart you've been through the trial You've been accused. You've been lied on. You've been stabbed in the back. They don't like you. And God is saying, but I made you. I made you. It's me. It's me. I made you. I created you. Every head bowed? All over this building, all over this building, listen to me you're here this morning and God has brought you here you feel like today is a day to change I don't care if you've been coming here for three months three years it doesn't matter I don't care if this is the first time maybe the second time maybe listen listen you're sitting here today and you know that God has brought you here and you're different and you know you're different And it's tough. You don't understand why. You're trying to make everybody understand you. But the thing about this is is you need to stop. You are unique. God has uniquely made you. He has created you. So on this day right here on the count of three. You might just look at one of your neighbors. On the count of three. When I say three, just look at one of your neighbors and say, he's talking about me. One, two, three. Neighbor, if somebody told you he's talking about me, I want you to lead them right here to the front. Come on.